Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's yes, that sound. Uh, That's a 37 yeah. sound. I like yeah. it. I like it. Sounds you got the sound, surfers. It. it sounds great. How y'all feeling? Groovy, we, baby. Feeling yeah. groovy. I, I, you know, just change the pace. We're going to start it up. How y'all <laughs> feeling? Everyone's good. Uh, you already know, it's Thursday. It's Sound Surfers time. This is episode 37. We bridge different cultures through music. My name is Malcolm Alexander. I'm Joe. This is James White. I'm your boy, R-O-B. And what's up? I'm Corbin. We uh we getting all the all the woman energy in us today. Yes. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Getting, getting uh, real in touch with our feminine side. We're going to get to that in a minute uh, as to why exactly we're doing it. Of course, make sure to hit us on social media at SoundSurfers, SoundSurfersPodcast.com, and SoundSurfersPodcast on Facebook. I'm super excited to get down to today's episode because it is all about women. Yeah. The whole world loves yes. women. Yes, queens. Queens. Yes. We're here for you. This, like, this whole show is an ode to you and what makes you guys so strong and what we love most um, about you. New Musically. queen. And we got some old school queens. We got all the bases covered. It's yes. perfect. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Uh, let's see. From the Bay Area with love at 21 years old, might I have you. Uh, Kehlani Parrish. She soars into womanhood in her very introspective debut album. Reviewing it today on the Sound Surface. It's called Sweet Sexy Savage. Love that Can song. Can I just point out? I'll be whatever she wants me to be. <laughs> distraction. Well, not you, uh, a distract. Whatever. Baylani. Baylani. I was like, well, yeah, you know her, her yeah, nickname, man. Her saying. nickname uh-huh. around there. It is Baylani. Um, that was a clip right there from uh, her second single off of this album, Distraction. Love everything about that song. It's amazing. And again, keeping on with the theme of women. This is a very new queen to the scene. But we're going to talk about queens that have really inspired us. Shout out to our moms first. We, you know. Indeed. Shout out yes. Mama Bachelor. Shout out Mama Garcia. Mm-hmm. Mama Brinkley, of course. Or Mama Alexander. I don't know. I'm going to use my, my government name. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Mama Hunter. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Of course. But shout, shout out to moms, aunties, grandmas, all the moms. Because um, for homework, Rob challenged all the surfers and people listening, of course, to get in touch with your feminine side and choose your top three female vocalist and or artist. And I'm very curious to see... Where you guys arrived and how y'all arrived at it? Uh, with Very the stuff. utmost difficulty. Yeah, it, no, it's, it is a super challenge and now down to three. You realize Seriously. that like women, like women run the world. Like, yes. so you only you told us to choose three. Now, yeah. if, granted, you know we're talking music, so we're talking female vocalist and or artist. But I mean, women have influenced so much of music. Like, so much of music, if not on the scene, behind the scenes. You yes, know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think all some of the best male-written songs are, are about women. Are yeah, about women. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, made by a woman. Like, it's about a woman. Oh, my goodness. Like, we, like I'm, I'm so excited to get down to it. Of and course, here's the reason, obviously, we have zero repeats on our list, which is good. Right. So we got 12 distinct 
ladies that That's will crazy. sing for us a little 12 later. distinct sounds. Yep. Sounds. Yep. Exactly. Energies, if you will. Mm-hmm. Emotions. Emotions. Wahana. Wahana. <laughs> uh, we are the Sound Services, episode 27. Getting a little bit of news going on. A uh, huge shout out to, uh, she is a queen without a doubt, Queen Rihanna. Uh, oh, yeah. She's Harvard University's Humanitarian of the Year. Nice. Is that right? Yeah. I guess it's because of her efforts in her home country, Barbados. Um, she built an oncology center uh, and also established a really cool scholarship fund that assists uh, students going to college in the States uh, but moving from the Caribbean. Wow. I had no idea that she was doing all that. that that's that is the point. Amazing. See, it, that's it, kind it, of Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, like just doing it just because it's the good thing to do. Like, thank you, Rihanna. And Integrity. You know, a lot of artists probably do that but never gets credit because we look at them as, all right, you're on TMZ, you're on the websites, that's it. You know, we don't realize, okay. They got this whole of life, and they're putting their money, their riches, their fame to use. Yeah. Right. But also, I think a lot of artists want to do that stuff behind the scenes. Which is awesome. You, you know, because like, TMZ doesn't want to know about your charitable work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's not I want to know which bedroom you left last night. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's not going to get a Which place. is what TMZ is the worst part about it, you know. Well. I'm glad that, I'm glad that this is making news. Me too. Yeah, seriously. Go Me hobby. too. If not, the surfers, we will report it right here on iHeartRadio. You know what I'm saying? We will yes, report all the good stuff. Us. Not just the gossip. We love you, Riri. <laughs> <laughs> um, other news switching up. Uh, Coldplay. Um, he, here's one thing. I, I think uh, lead singer Chris Martin. Mm-hmm. No, I think he's one of the dopest songwriters out right now, though. And honestly, like, I mean, even he's worked with Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, he's he has. like, like, I, I got mad. Jay, I did and Jay Z. And Jay Z. You know, so I, I'm not, I'm not the biggest Coldplay fan per se. However, I'm a huge Chris Martin fan. And he's linking up with a uh, new EDM group, Chainsmokers. They got a new song drop that actually just dropped today. Yeah. Uh, what is it? It's, it's, it's called... called Something Just Like This. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to it yet. It seriously just dropped hours ago. So it's right here. It, it's interesting. You can pull it up on YouTube. Um, and, the, and the only reason I bring that release up, not because it's two very new, very power, or Coldplay's not so new, but two powerhouse artists coming together right now. Mm-hmm. Chainsmokers, they're, they're, they're power right now. They're, they're hitting right now. Coming Indeed. together, man. That's going to be a pop smash, and I can't wait to hear it. And of course it's going to be pop. They're very viral. They're very viral. They are very viral. Well, you know, speaking of viral, speaking of the culture. Uh, yeah, another, <laughs> people, another set of people that are going to be uh, dropping a song that seemingly that is going to be turning a lot of heads uh, in the realm of EDM, uh, Calvin Harris. He's going to be doing a song with Frank Ocean and the Migos now. Wow. Okay. One of the, the biggest rap groups out right now. One of the biggest rap groups out right now. And now, okay, if you want to hear uh, a snippet of this song, you can go to the Sound Surfers Twitter, and a few of our past videos has the uh, the snippet that from Calvin Harris's Snapchat of the Calvin Harris and Frank Ocean song. Uh, it sounds like, you know, it's very, like, tropical house, like, slash EDM type thing. So it's going to be very interesting to hear the Migos on this. I and this is like it's, oh, it's, so it's crazy like to hear like the Migos are really out here. Like they're on a track with Frank Ocean and Calvin Harris. Like these are two But that comes to show you how important the Migos are to the culture. One hundred percent. It's straight up. I'm sorry, you can't debate that. No, no, no. Find you, me someone that fine. can. I can debate their how music bad is, they are. Yes, their music <laughs> is trash. No, no, not it's, true, man. See, like, okay, like the thing that y'all that y'all are confusing is that like you have to, <laughs> Here's the music. Like the thing that you're confusing, like you're trying to think of them in like albums and like cohesive, like like the way that we or judge good like, music, as Corbin and I would say. No, no, no. Okay, the way that we would like <laughs> judge traditional, like okay, you can't listen to any trap music. Like, granted, you can't listen to any Migos like project or really like any trap music project because you'll just be bored after a while. But the few songs that they it's have, the same. <laughs> right, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> Here, See, here's like, what it is. I, I will like I, I will give you the fact that like a lot of uh, a, a lot of rap music right now is very like bogged down by a lot of the same like drum programming and like and arrangement and rap. stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like Lil Yachty, Twenty One Savage, Kodak Black, like that. I, I kind of look at them all in like the same like realm of. It's what rap music rap. is right now, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, but but you know, in it's, my it's evolution. Regardless, like you yeah, know, at, at exactly. some point, like people didn't think that rap was gonna make it out of the seventies. Well, and that's you know that's what happened. So yeah, I got rap starts eighties. It's kind of raw and forming itself. The nineties, the golden era, and obviously it's got to go somewhere. So it's right. it's at a point now where it, it's a little watered down. But that happens when something becomes so popular. When something controls not just not just rap culture, but it really controlled American culture from the early 90s until at least probably the mid-2000s. But now the Migos only continue that. Exactly. That, they continue like, that, trail, that trailblazing that hip-hop does for the world. They really are. You know, whether or not the music is is good. Uh, and uh, and uh, it's not good on the basis that you're, judge, like you're judging it to, like, the hip-hop golden era. No you doubt. Know, like, like all no doubt hip-hop is yep. going to get... For compared me, to hip hop's golden era and yep. like the era when lyrics sold, that's just not the thing anymore. You know, like it's dance crazes, it's virality, and those are things that the it's Migos so have provided. Boring. It is so boring to hear it. That's but not true. The thing I do appreciate, I will give you, is that the fact that they are crossing with EDM, and that's how right. rap is right now. The trap beats are EDM. That's where they came from. They all stemmed not from all these producers. They stem from all these EDM producers, so them crisscrossing is pretty normal, actually. Sure, well, but again, but also proves not only their versatility as artists, but I think seeing where they've now taken the their sound and their music and their lifestyle into into households all across the country, regardless of race. You know what I'm saying? Now it's they're now, viral. It's viral. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're on late night TV. They're on daytime TV with Ellen. You know, I've got Ellen holding up stacks of cash and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, that right. is pretty dope. You know, I ain't it, mad you, you know what I'm saying? And so to call their album culture and to say that they're important to the culture, you have to understand where where the culture is born is in youth black culture. No doubt. All your favorite dance no praises, all your favorite songs that come from your favorite memes or the, the internet and get into radio somehow and melodies and, things and, melodies like and that. stuff. And, Right. It, it, that comes from, like, Migos, Atlanta, where they're from, That that is the epicenter. That's why I, I need to get 100%. up on my black Twitter a little, little bit. Oh, come on. You got to get, Dude, that's where, get that's, over. That's where the culture is born. Exactly. And, 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 and that's where and, hashtags and all, like, the cool stuff is born. And black so, Twitter. Black exactly. Twitter is a writer's room. It is. It is. And so that, in, in regards to that, that's. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So I think the Migos are so important. And I think having them on, like, they are some of the most buzzing like artists out right now, and I think that they have cement, for the most part, cemented their their place. I, I don't think that, that they're going to go anywhere anytime soon. I don't think they're going to see them on one one hit wonders. You know, uh, the dab. In, we in are five going to years, be remembering we're not going to hear him. We are going to be remembering the dance, the dab for decades. Yeah, period. we are going to be remembering well, the dab for the rest of hip hop days. Everybody's doing it. The kid at the White House swearing Paul in. Ryan, Paul yeah. Ryan, yeah, exactly. like, you know what I'm this like, guy. These, these are huge. Congressman's yeah. son is doing the dab by the Migos. and I don't think that just we all know the electric slide. Right, see, true. very true. I can't tell you who sings the song. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Wait, who are the Migos going to be in like 20 years? Exactly. That's what I think. 
I, I don't know about that. And, no, and, and Martha Revis. Martha Revis. <laughs> I can remember this off the top of my head. Hold up. I'm going to look it up. And I think that just because they don't fit a traditional rap mold, then we should that we should dismiss them and like dismiss the impact that they've had. Maybe even if it's not to us, but to still a mass of people, you know, like we're four people out of like 350 some odd million. You know, like there's other people that are out there getting impacted by this stuff. And I don't think that we should just dismiss it just because it doesn't fit like our mold of what we think good music is. I'm going to go out on a limb here. The Migos are the chain smokers of rap. Okay. All right. Uh, See, now I need to stop. Because, like, no, yeah, like, throw the mic. Throw the mic. Get out of here. Wipe off. Wipe off. Corbin, you get out of here, too, okay? We don't need you to no, offer no, no, boards. No, no, no. They're doing the same thing as the, as the chain smokers are. They're viral. They're basically crossing cultures as well. I don't know how it's different. I I think it's completely different. I because I, I, because I think the Migos, the Chainsmokers, aren't creating anything. They are creating things. It's just a different type. It's it's a different genre. It, no, they're, they're I, mixing with Coldplay, who is considered a little old school. I guess right now, not to me. I'm, I don't think so. But sure, they're crisscrossing genres with a. I guess I don't even know what to call Coldplay anymore. They used to be rock, alternative, whatever. But they're crossing genres. They're doing something different. We may have Simil- to agree to disagree. Similar Calvin Harris crossing genres, but EDM and hip-hop have always crossed genres. Sure. So I think it's pretty much the same thing. Just like we think 21 Pilots, they're the rock. They're the, the, the very similar vein of Migos and Chainsmokers. I don't know. I, I just like I, I just can't, I I just no can't say that no, Chainsmokers— you look back, Sorry. I you just, look back like 10 years, and you're going to find— Similar artists doing the same thing in like ten different genres. Are we going to remember the Chainsmokers for anything in particular? Hell no. Are we going to remember Migos in ten years? Yes, you will. True. Not most. Not most people. Well, that's the thing. The, the impact on that's culture. A, that's a good point. Is smaller now than it used to be because there's so many channels. So True. the Migos impact on the culture is no doubt. But the question is, how big of an impact is it? So, like you mentioned, the 350 million people. Hillary Clinton did the dab. Yep. Mm-hmm. Trying, to yep. get, trying to get elected. Oh, man. But no, she, Hillary Clinton has no idea where the dab comes from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the the dab is the cultural part for sure. No doubt about it. Yeah. But just like the electric slide, I'm like, I, I can sing all the words of the song. You play the, the dab, just dab the song. You play it to somebody and be like, who's that? Very true. Very true. But, Very you know, true. but, but that's a typical of, of, of how if something gets huge, where it started gets forgotten. You know, yeah. that's the same with anything. We talked about country music, too. It comes from, you know, old black guitarists playing blues yeah, music in, mm-hmm. in the country. So it's a whole different but thing. But it's not remembered for that. It's not, exactly. Who sings, the, who sings that song, The Dip? Do you guys remember that? When I dip, you dip, we dip. Exactly. That's no idea. Freak Nasty. Oh, it's yeah. Called Freak. <laughs> that's, the guy who, that's the guy who sings it. But same vein. Yeah. He created a dance craze that was huge. You know the song. <laughs> yeah, you definitely know. And, okay. and it helped. It helped that dance culture in the 90s as well. Without a doubt. Without, without a doubt. So, like, to say that it's something different is almost passe because it's happened so many, so many times before in different genres. So I just don't think their music is good. It's not going to be something memorable in 10, 15 years. I yeah. don't know. That's, just, that's how I feel. You- it's nothing against the Migos and what they're doing because – People are obviously buzzing about him, but that's because, like we said, they're viral. It they is, know how to do. They know how to do viral things. They get 
your boy, your hype beaston, Donald Glover, to go on the biggest stage to say that they are important. And what happens? They sell millions of records. They put out this album culture, millions of records. But before that, if Donald Glover didn't do that, they wouldn't be as big as they are to this point right now. Think about that. That, that is very true. I, I, I would like, definitely agree with that. I would totally agree with that. And here's the other part about impacts now. Impacts seem to last a lot le- less at the least amount of time as possible because there's something else yeah, that's seriously. there because we're in a constant you know, impact. Instant gratification. So, yeah. so but that'll be the testament to anyone who wants to be big in the culture, whether it be Solange, whether it be the Migos, who has the lasting power to stay relevant, to stay ahead of the curve for years because that's rare in artistry anyways. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to try to do it now is going to be super challenging. Yeah. Like Coldplay's trying to come back, but Coldplay, they're not that old. But that they're also 10 speaks- years old was their last hit song, and no, no, I don't remember. I don't even remember, you know. No, they had an album a couple of years ago that actually had their hit songs all over the iHeartRadio station, the iHeartRadio platform. Yeah. No, I, I would say so, because, yeah, they had the one with Beyonce. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, like, Viva La Vida. Yeah, I, mean, I can't believe that's 10 years ago now, because it seems like it was still pretty yesterday. That song still seems kind of new to me. Uh, no, really. I remember, <laughs> I remember Drake remixed it on So Far Gone. That is, like, yeah. one of my favorite well, yeah. Drake songs. Chris Martin did that track, Beach Chair, yeah. Jay-Z, on I forgot which oh, album yeah, that no. was. Kanye that rapped, was Kingdom Come. Kanye rapped yeah. on graduation. I told Jay I did a song with Coldplay. Next thing I know, he got a song with Coldplay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but like it's it's real, man. So it, I think all all we're saying, what we can agree on is this speaks to people's retention, uh, retention, uh, True. And, and I I think and what, attention span and, and and yeah, retention span and yeah. attention. There you go, attention span to like literally remember because we in in the Twitter age. <laughs> yeah, no, like something. It's here gratification. For one it's yeah, it's here exactly. for a second and it's gone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about like yep. Twenty One Savage. He came. Oh God, yeah. He's no, gonna be gone Savage. in like a month. Yeah. I don't think. I, see, and and that's a completely different. Like, I don't think Twenty One Savage has had nearly the cultural impact. Well, uh, uh, okay. I don't know. He has the virality too. He does. He does have the virality. He does, man. But it, I don't it, think he has. He doesn't have the music to go with it. He, but if it. But he's on memes, you know what I'm saying? Like, Just like little Uzi Vert. Like little Uzi Vert, yeah. Little yeah. Yachties and everything. Those, Yachis, boat yachis. club. Those littles, <laughs> those littles know what they're doing. All right. It, uh, this, we need to bring it back because this is the women's episode, okay? We, we, we talk about the women. We talked about a bunch of men's just now. As we sorry, yeah. sorry, we got sidetracked. We got there. sidetracked debating the, the Migos, which is terrible. <laughs> they're here actually in Phoenix. Um, as you know, we record out of Phoenix. On Sunday? And they're totally here on Sunday. One of our girls, who you've actually DJed with, Shout out to Stony, Stony Pie. Pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's opening for that? Yeah, we she's opening sure up the show. She, listen, she's got three shout outs on Sound Surfers. I'm just saying. So just saying, Stony. We need, we need well, and on. we're shouting her out because it is a woman's episode. It is a yep. woman's episode. Right, and and she is dope. just one of the best DJs. Yeah, like, not even being biased. Like, she is one of the best DJs. Just, just period. Yeah, like, like she's, she's just dope, man. And she loves the music. She's down with the culture. And she loves records. She will go digging. She is all about Dude, she like, literally brings and, records to all of her sets. Oh, my God, dude. She's a crate girl, man. Oh. And I got mad love for a crate girl. Like, like anyone that, that takes crates around. Because I, yeah. I, I rock on a controller. Like, no, no, you know what I'm saying? Do. It's a rare, it's yeah, it's rare, rare thing. Now. Like, why? It makes no sense. It's 2017. Right. I can carry my controller and, and handle it on my laptop. Like, You know what that really gets me into? I'm sorry to change subject again. But... The fact that how many DJs are females themselves? There's not many of them as well. Like you look in the mm-hmm. top the top 100 of top EDM DJs, there are there's very one. few women on there. Yeah. So shout out to Sony Pie for that. Man, keep it up, okay? Female DJs, if you're out there, please keep it up. Shout out Javen, who's out here locally. Shout out to Zed on Kiss FM. Uh, uh, I'm just saying, Anna Luno. Uh, Anna Luno. Yeah, uh, Hannah so. Faith. 
True. Um, yes. She's dope. Nina Kravis. There's so many good female DJs that are out there. Yes. Maya Jane Coles. Stuff that we really should listen to, but they're not everybody's taste. But that's obviously of course. just the way we all Super you know, Sam. Always. Super Sam. DJ Kiss and NY. I got love. Look, I got, I got love for, uh, for my female DJs, as I'm trying to say. Um, talking Kehlani's album as we get into our album review. Sweet, Sexy, Savage. Um, just dropped a few weeks back. Um, this is actually her debut album. Mind you, after she's already been Grammy nominated. For a mixtape. For a mixtape. You should be here. Which is a great mixtape, by the way. Yes. Uh, but she's at the tender age of 21. As I said before, she's from the Bay Area. Uh, it's the album Sweet Sexy Savage. Uh, initial thoughts? I'll go first. At first, okay, I've listened to this album maybe six or seven times. You know, we kind of went into this album. We were both like, we were all like, should we do this? Should we not? We kind of heard it a couple times ourselves just without even talking about the podcast. And we were like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. To me, at first, it sounded like a ripoff. You get sweet, sexy, savage. You know what to me that thinks? Crazy, sexy, sexy cool. cool. TLC. Uh, yeah. No, I thought the same thing. When I when I heard it, I said, this is totally TLC. Yeah. Especially, wow. too, because the font is almost the same, and they put all words together with no spaces. She does the mm-hmm. same yeah, thing exactly, on this literally. album. But that was her mm-hmm. nod. After getting into the album, that's her nod to TLC, because those are obviously ins- strong female inspirations, inspirations yeah. to her. You know, because you got different people in each one of them, each one of TLC. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Represented crazy, sexy, cool. Kehlani is sweet, sexy, savage, all in one. And what she does in this album, she kind of melds it all together. But the bad thing about the album is that it's not cohesive. Like, you want to tell me you're sweet, sexy, savage, don't keep going flip-flopping on which savage yeah. songs, which sweet songs, which, you know, which songs sexy, you want to go to. The, the sexy is sexy. Like, sexy, some of that sexy. stuff, it's like, woo. <laughs> like, she's like, come on, girl. Yeah, it got me like, come on now. Rihanna-like style, like, ooh, got me those those goosebumps that I like. But, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, shout yeah, out to Kaylani for that. Every time. <laughs> well, what's that? What's that? Uh, what's the song? Uh, she has a great line in the song. She's, do you dirty? Yes, do you dirty. Yeah. She's like, oh, I, can, I can F you the now savage. and F you in years or something like that. So it's, it's, it was such a nice play on words. Like, there's... There's only a couple of those moments, though. Like, she's known as a writer, mm-hmm. and the writing didn't jump off the page to me like it did on the mixtape. Yeah, exactly. I exactly. Had list- yeah, go ahead. No, I, I was going to say, I definitely agree that she takes like uh, she takes a lot more risk with the mixtape as opposed to here, where I think she's kind of playing it safe because right. she's really trying to make an impact. You know, Major she's not label to- debut. Yeah, yep. yeah, exactly. No, like, and I, I think a lot of the production is very, like, you know, again, her vocals, 100% safer. I think she's one of the best vocalists, like, out right now. She's incredible. And, um, as well like, live performers. She can, yeah, yeah, as well as a live performance. Like, she's yeah, choreo incredible. Is on point. Yeah, her choreo's on point and her, like, uh, uh, her choreo's on point, and her live vocals are on point. I actually saw that she's going to be at Coachella this year yeah. oh, on really? Sunday, so which I might actually check it out. You might. Which is also do. known yeah, as dope, Rage Day. Rage Day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, if you're not going to catch it out at Coachella, again, if you're here in our little home city of Phoenix, you can catch her April 18th 
over at the Marquee Theater. Oh, uh, she's gonna be here. She just kicked off her uh, sweet her, sexy savage tour. Her sweet sexy savage tour. Ooh. She'll be coming through here again April eighteenth. Yeah, I saw her when she was down over at. She was on a Monarch one time. We saw her again Roots picnic. at Roots Picnic. Yeah. And, but that is also a testament to the fact that, okay, because it blows me away because she's so young. She's 21 years old. You know, not, say, not saying that James or I are much older, but again, the level of success and the uh, finesse that she has as an artist, the, the caliber of artistry that, that she's at when it comes to vocals, uh, her vocal her, Very, uh, and her yeah. dance maturity, her performance maturity as an artist, that's just a, it's kind of a testament to where she's began. Because you have to understand, she started out, in darn near 2009 with Dwayne Wiggins from 2020 Tone. Really? Oh, wow. She was in a girl group called Pop Light. And so they they did that. They they And wrote, then she was on a she she was like the lead vocalist for a, a cover band on America's Got Talent. Well, it, it was Pop Life. Right. And, oh, and, that that and was Pop Life. That was Pop Life. Oh. And then they they auditioned for America's Got Talent. Right. And that's how the, she got all on like all the labels like radars and stuff. Precisely. Yeah. And you want to know who who actually picked her up? Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Yeah. <laughs> she was homeless after Pop Life because she left the group. Jeez. She was homeless for like for like two years, and Nick Cannon got her a place in L.A. and gave her a studio. And you can hear her struggles in the album itself. Absolutely. But I wanted more of it. Like I That did. was my thing. I was like, th- there's a couple of songs where she gets into it, and you're like, ah, she has a real sense of self-awareness. Right. But she kind of glosses over it in, in almost like a... This is her I Want to Be a Pop Star album to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually liked listening to it. Like, it's long. There's a lot of songs on it. And it, there's, I think, the first seven tracks I kind of really, I didn't say I really liked, but I enjoyed. And then there was, like, I think tracks eight through 11, I was kind of like, I could do without these tracks. And I think the slower songs showcase her best writing. And I her, think my f- and her vocals. Yeah, mm-hmm, agree. Definitely. Uh, I'll try escape. I think it's. Not, I didn't pick that as a clip, but I think that's the best song. It's a slower song, and it, it. I think her writing is really good on that. It stood out to me. That's what she can be. You know, that is what I think I want her to be. So I don't know if I've given her unfair expectations because of what you guys have said about her. Because I don't. I've only heard a couple songs from her. I heard that Suicide Squad song, which is you know, Gangster is called. Uh, it's made for the movies. Yeah. It, it fits well with the movie. No doubt about yeah. it. No doubt. And it's not I, It's not a bad song, but that was kind of my impression of her in having this this sort of background of being a writer and being in touch. I needed a little bit more. For me to love this album, I needed more of that. Like, this is a pop album. I almost needed less it, it, in some senses because I think the only album's fault to me there are very similar to like the weekend album when we talked about it. It's very hard, and even though the album does time out to sixty minutes, so it's still like you know it's a long sixty minutes. It's a it's long a, sixty minutes. Yeah. I and, thought it would have been more than that. I yeah, didn't know it was and it's key. not, but it's nineteen tracks, yeah. and that's just what is. I think just it's not digestible because I think that there are songs that uh, have great writing. I think that there's production highlights on this no album doubt. all throughout it. I think that her shining um, across all of her projects and a lot of her singing and her singles, her vocal mixing is impeccable like whoever yes. like shout out to the person that mixes her vocals like because it it just sounds seamless and she sounds pretty and when you hear her live dude she rips it she kills it i want to draw attention to actually how she starts off the album um it's my clip it's from the song called keep on great song great song i think it showcases amazing writing um and it, it's a feel-good album and for her to start out the sweet sexy savage she starts out sweet I, what i wanted to see on the album hover was maybe Give me four songs sweet. Right. Four songs sexy. Mm-hmm. Four songs savage. But it just seems to like just jump all over the place. Like it goes sweet, It's just savage, inconsistent, sexy. and it's just very long. I think that she right. says the same things in two or three songs where yeah. she could have just had that one song on the album. 
and very done stereotypical it. music 100%. themes. You yeah, know, love, uh-huh. relationships, yeah. hard relationships are self awareness, sex. But her, yeah. but her perspective on it at such a young age is 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 what makes her very great in this. But I, think I that, only got it sometimes. But you only got it because it was so repetitive. You you were so caught yeah. up in the fact that everything yeah. ran together. But I tried Absolutely. to I tried to look at the writing on the tracks in particular. Yeah. Because of that. So it's like, mm-hmm. let me look at the writing, just like we did last week with Japan Droids. It wasn't until a couple of listens, the lyrics blew off the page for me. Yeah. This one, there's moments, like I mentioned that, that song, and you know, it was very, there was a lot more cursing than I, and I'm not a prude, I listen, grew up listening to hip-hop music. I thought this cursing on the song was a little bit out of place at times. It almost seemed gratuitous. like Forced. Yeah, like I'm going to say the F word just because I want to say the F word. And I'm like, okay. And, but that, I did like that line that she can F you now and F you years later, meaning she's going to scar you if, you if you date her. Again, getting back to your self-awareness there. There were moments of like almost brilliance. Mm. Which is encouraging for a 21-year-old artist who probably wrote this and produced it from you know 19 to 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which again that it, and, and that's just what it is. Her her, her self awareness is, is is key on this one. Uh, this is a clip right here from Keep On. Uh, it's track number two on Sweet Sexy Savage. You can yell and you can curse and call me a bitch. Probably have the right to do. You can tell the world that I'm a narcissist. I would think they'd listen to you. Cause I ain't been the best that I could have been. Huh. I ain't do the shit that I should have did. Man, love it. All about it. It, it, it. that It's super cool. I think that it was really cool to see her start off the album with that perspective of like, you know what, let me... Let me acknowledge my faults first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me let, let me say that like, like let me admit to like how great you know this relationship was. You were great. Like you keep on loving me, and it's like I know I can be a handful sometime. You know, right. it, and it was it was almost that mature where you know we're, we're on the women's episode, and trust me, I'll be the first man to admit that like, man, we are dumb. <laughs> we are really stupid. Okay, and I'm like, no doubt, I'm not gonna sit here and say like there's anything to lead about a man. Like like I, I think that 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 women have have mind control over us all wars well, got some kind of control they, they, against do anything we want yeah like you know what i'm saying but like like, like think about so it. i tell my wife you want me to do more chores look yeah. look look all the bet all wars <laughs> money everything it's, it's all because of women you know what i'm saying thanks a lot helena troy <laughs> you started it you started it man you ruined it but uh for her to you know kind of admit to let me acknowledge our like my fault like maybe the fault in women you know it's like i know we can be crazy i know we can be moody i know you can't understand us all the time but you keep on loving me at least <laughs> and so I, I think that was a really cool way to start out the and that album. beat is i love the beat yeah. in that song and the way the song moves because you're just in it because it's not like it's not oppressive where you're like all right it's it's just it's the right groove for that song right and for oh. the first song on the album a great yeah. introduction yeah her team of producers Definitely treated her really well. And like you said, too, Corbin, it, it gives us like an homage to some 90s kind of sounds. Yes. Oh, but like a more progressive version, a more absolutely. modern version. This yeah. song in particular actually took me to Crazy Sexy Cool in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I remember listening to Crazy Sexy Cool when I was in high school. Yeah. And hearing that album was like, whoa, these girls know what the heck they're doing. Yeah. And, and Connie's right there. You can see her inspiration. Um, I look forward to kind of getting into the homework because one of her tattoos... Oh, yeah. It, it says Rob. Rob. I mean, doesn't uh, say Rob. Uh, <laughs> but it is actually of my number one female artist, though. 
uh, on her body. We're gonna Ooh, get that's a tease. Mouth. Yeah. That is Ooh. a tease. Ooh. Now I got to wait. Ooh. Now I got to wait. Keep on listening. We're going to get to this review quick, yeah. y'all. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, other songs, man. I want to talk because I know uh, even Distraction, the preview track that we played early on in the program, <laughs> Distraction, that's heavy ni- like 90s influence. I love that track. Um, I want to know what else are we drawn to? I'll go. Uh, my, my track, I actually went for one of her sweet songs as well. Which I'm thinking we all kind of, I'm kind of getting that we all enjoyed her sweet side. Yeah. Yeah. Like the savage side, it, it was a little too much. It wasn't as savage as Rihanna. Because men's ego is fragile. It's paper thin. I know. <laughs> but it was, again, it, it gets, it's almost like the, the, the cursing. It, it was gratuitous. It was right. like she was trying hard to prove that she's a savage bee, you know, and I was uh-huh. like, it was almost a turnoff. Like, yeah, like, part of it was like, yeah, and then you're like, oh, and you're, you're trying to prove it too much, I think. And I felt, I felt the best way her vocals showed was when she was doing her, when she was more open and she was like, she was singing. Yeah. So I went with the track "Hold Me by the Heart," mm. which is the most stripped down track. It's just a guitar in the background and her actually just, just singing. Hugger, right? <laughs> I'm like, how y'all got so much pain? You're 20 years old, 21 years old, man. There's a lot of pain there. Yeah, I just love the way it showcased her voice and the way she got into it. The guitar is very subtle. Yeah. Even though it's a little loud in the track, like it's a little over her vocals, but if you pay attention to the vocals, it's beautiful. And I think that is probably the song to me. If I was a program director at a radio station, I would put that track out as her standout track to sell this album more so than Crazy and Distraction because that's who you want to showcase. You want to showcase this person. You don't want to showcase the savagery right now, just like Rihanna. Like, she does good when she's savage. And I don't, want, I, I don't mean this. But she's natural. Her. She's a natural at that. Yeah, and I, and I think Kehlani is getting to that point. She's, her trajectory right now, the way I see it, is similar to Rihanna's trajectory. Like she, eventually, when she gets older, Honestly, yeah, it's like, going to be the same. Point. I can, I know, I can kind of see that, and that's another reason why I wasn't really like so mad at this album because, like, I wasn't really like like blown away by this album or anything. You know, I thought it was a very good, like, it was a very good like foundation setter for someone who was going to be like a huge like pop megastar here and like like in the next ten years we're going to be looking at this album like, oh man, like remember, like look at how much she's grown. You know, like this is like definitely Ponda a replay. Good, you know, like yeah, 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 yeah to exactly. use the comparison. Replay, yep. You know what I'm saying? Ponda replay to like work. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like we're going to be looking, right. We're going to be looking at this album way down the line and like just looking at how much like and how much how many strides like she's made over those years. I, I just I definitely see her like cuz she like she, I don't know. I don't I find it hard to just agree You don't with, think she's going to be like well, No 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 no. Wait, the the you guys kind of were you you said that the savagery on this album what what was forced. 
and, and, and that's the only thing, because I, I can totally see the, the, tra- the trajectory very similar to, to Rihanna's. I can totally see that. But there's something unique about... She can sing better than Rihanna already. Yes, already. I And I think her choreography is... Is, is on point. Is, is on point. Like, I, I, I think that she just, as a dancer, as a performer... Yeah. I, I think that that she she could be. Is that why she has uh, abs that look ab- like that? Yeah, man, no, really. yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm saying. But I looked once or twice. <laughs> but the savage part, I don't know if I, I don't know. I think this showed a very like real side of what young women are, are feeling these days. I just uh, yeah, you're right. It, it, it's like I don't I don't think any of it was forced. I I think those, it's genuine feelings. Quite frankly. I don't think it was savage enough at, at times, and that was also what you guys were kind of saying. You guys are saying that you know it's not on the Rihanna level, but at this age, Rihanna wasn't ex- exhibiting savagery like this. You know, she was. Uh, uh, what, what was that one ballad she had? Um, take a bow, like it, it, oh, it, yeah. it, it was. Take a bow. It, 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 it was. It was sunshine. Like, like off that, off her whole first album. Like there was just a little part of ballads. It was just, just, just pretty stuff. Like well, Kehlani is showing. I think just the millennium she wrote the songs right yeah i don't know if did rihanna write all of her first songs and nah, no really. yeah. no, no she didn't and that's obviously the difference like britney spears britney spears was a huge pop star right away yeah. but if you listen to that first album obviously there's like four tracks that were the hit singles that stand out yeah but the rest of it is all written by somebody else mm-hmm. so it doesn't feel as personal this album absolutely feels personal at least half of it to me did mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think it's just oversaturated, and that's what it is. I think Definitely. that's yeah, where it's hard to distinguish, and I think maybe that's why it's like, oh, I can't, I can't see it because it, it was really hard for me to, to get through the entire album, like up to the times that I, you know, and I probably I, I've given this. I, I listened the day it came out, and I've been listening since. But man, it's 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 very hard to get through the album just because it, it is so it long. Can, it just gets so monotonous. It, it gets it while, gets so monotonous because know? these the sonic like the sounds the the Are messages the same and that's what made me think of because as I'm going through the album. I'm thinking of those same same things, mm-hmm. but I'm wondering like who's the, the the purse strings behind it, right? Because this is her first major release. Yeah. So as an artist, you're under certain pressures to go from a mixtape which you just release and throw out to the world and say, "Here's what I got," and people pick up on it and like it. Then someone a label says, "Oh, that's pretty good," but they have certain rules on this. Are our sales figures? This is how we want you to compose the album. So that was what I was curious about because behind the scenes what was going on here and was there sort of this design going in that she was going to take the a little bit of the edge off the writing to make it a little less personal to make it more poppy because obviously you know beyonce can write a personal song and it's it's but she's beyonce she's paid the dues right she started singing pop hits so i think the design for kehlani on this album was just that that this was designed to be not quite as personal as the mixtape not quite as deep as the mixtape, but it was done that way on purpose. Because if you go back and listen to that mixtape, she's a standout artist with the way she writes. Yeah. And these mo- mo- some of these songs were not standout from the writing perspective, but we all know she has that talent. Very true. I totally agree. Now, that, now you guys want me thinking about this. She's a millennial. She's 21 yeah. years old. She's millennial. Like, she's, that's she's, what it is. She's, yeah, like, yeah. she's young, man. She's like, young. Yeah. She's very impressionable. So obviously she's going to make... Music to millennials, how she's thinking, but it's going to be pop heavy, and, they're, and they're introducing yeah. her to a mass audience. Yeah, that's exactly. I wrote I literally right, wrote that quote lady. in my uh-huh. notes here. The same exact. It line. makes total sense. Yeah, you just changed my. Yeah, you just changed what I was thinking. What we about do on the sound. Hey. We listen to each other. We bridge Boom. the cultures, and sometimes Boom. we change each other's minds. And that's what it's about. That it, it, and and that's all it is. When when you look, and that's why I 
I am blown away, and I just commend her. She is so young, but so like her self awareness. Like I, I just found myself maybe because I just like as a as a as a young man myself, I, I find myself wanting to be in a more self aware place. You, right. you know, that's the that's the struggle of life. That's the struggle of life, and so for her to be in the and place, the harder your life is, the easier it is to be self aware. Yeah, pardon me for interrupting. No, no, yeah. not at all. But that yeah. that was the you finished my thought. Ah, see, <laughs> I was like, actually, like, we it, surfing the same wave today. That's man. what it is. The earlier on that 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 you can gain that self awareness, you solidify your your confidence and your security in yourself and in your life and the the decisions that you make, and be okay with who you are, and be okay with that. And, and she yeah. and she is as. And I think, especially in the millennium genera- uh, millennium millennial time <laughs> generation, wherever we are, um, self confidence is, is is lost. Self awareness is lost. Which is you know, it's just interesting too. The psychological studies too, because everybody says the millennials are the most pampered generation ever, and I'm like, okay, but it's the most not depressed is not the right word, but you know, <laughs> but it's also part of being that age. I mean, you know, Corbin and I know we're a little bit older than you guys, so the self awareness for me, I didn't. It's still a challenge, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until my 30s where you start to gain some perspective and you have some, some stuff in your rearview mirror that you can refer to and, and gain some, uh, some knowledge from. And, and that's what it is. And at 20, writing these songs is 20, especially uh, some of them. Even the mixtape of 2015, which is three, you know, two which years is, ago. Which is Grammy-nominated, by the way. at yeah, the time. Which is Grammy-nominated, mm-hmm. by the way. That mixtape was Grammy-nominated. So she, she didn't win, but again, that is, that is where she is phenomenal to me. And that's why... Although I knocked some for being repetitive, this is a beautiful debut for an artist that is going to be like she, she's going to be on every radio station mm-hmm. uh, w- a- within a few albums. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think that this this is a great breakout debut, and she pr- she is proving with every track that like the, just sit and wait, just wait, just wait. Let me pay right. my dues a little Stay bit. Tuned. Stay right? Tuned. Yeah, no, like it, it, like the debut. It's like it's she's had like a very I feel like strategic like artistic rollout like as far as like her projects go like she told Rolling Stone that like her first mixtape Cloud 19 proved like hey like I can sing and then her next album uh her next mixtape You Should Be Here proved hey I can write and then you know like and this album was really to prove like hey I can chill and like have fun and like you know and so I'm going from with those, my sounds yeah, 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 and my, right. my skills right being able to like cross those themes and then like making the I can chill and like you know just have fun and stuff making that for the debut album I think is like just so smart Agree, totally agree my right. clip on the album was the track called advice and I thought that vocally this is one of the uh th- this is one of the strongest songs on the album lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details
thank you so much for taking that. That is what yeah, that was, no. was my clip. I love that song, and I thought that <laughs> yes. that song was like really corny. Like I, I wasn't yeah, sure no, if like people like, would like that song. See, no, again, that's a great like, song. I love that song. That got yeah, buried no, it's for such me. a great song. Yeah, because it was like right in the middle of the songs that were real slow. And I'm yeah, like, oh. you were talking about tracks eight through eleven. Yeah. And I was like, oh, mine's is track ten. <laughs> that's, that's all right. I mean, yeah, no, but like, um, yeah, no, that that's such a great song. And again, you know, like going back, this is like the sweet side of her, and you know, and we were talking about how that kind of relates to. Uh, her being like a better vocalist, like definitely because like you know she's more open and like vulnerable and she's singing. And you, you know? picked that part too where she hits that real like extended yeah. high note to show uh, showcase that range. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I think that at the end of the day, that's what this is. Like, I think I'm because I'm older and have the perspective. You almost forget this is a debut album, right? So you almost want to hold her to higher standards. Mm-hmm. And if you think about what we're talking about, Britney's, Rihanna's, uh, you know, Beyonce's, Destiny's Child, whatever. Their debut albums, very few artists hit a grand slam, even a home run with their debut album. Like like last artist I could really think of that that did that is maybe actually some of ours from from last year. I think Andy. I think. Uh, but I, Andy's, I think, uh, he's wise of the game. He's thirty. But, you but know? he's thirty exactly. Yeah. He's wise of the game. So it's like, wow, is that? It? But Keshnada had like a, a Gallant had like we just uh, were Gallant. Jill, Jill yep. Scott had a great debut had album. Had a great debut album. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but for some of these, and, you know, Erica, I mean, Erica, but you're talking yeah. about the greats, you know, you're talking about the singer songwriter greats. Yeah. Tell me about it. Uh, let's see. Clips. I got one Rob. left. Yeah. I went with the pop song because I thought this particular song, it's the song crazy. It, it just, it showcased what she could be as a pop star. Cause it's just one of those catchy tunes yeah. that you just, I was singing in my head for the last week and a half. Take a look at what I did. Go for circle with the DJ Malcolm Alexander hey, spinning that hey, at a club somewhere. I have spun it at a club. <laughs> it is it, like that is a great. Oh, I love that yep. song. I love that. It, and again, it's just fun. It's a fun song. It's a fun song. It's pop. It's dance. It's R and B. This is. This will like connect with you know prepubescent girls like on the radio. Yes, yep. but across you know? cultures, you know what I'm saying right, across exactly. people. You know, like this. Yep. She has the the potential to be the Destiny's Child, the 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 Janet, the like the 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 female leader of our time. Absolutely, I think she's so. already just like such a great person. Like she is already like so great with like interacting with her fans and like you know really reaching out and like she is so here for her fans and like she makes sure like she praises them a lot. Mm-hmm. Like she already she just got a Twitter. It's already like uncool to get a reply from her because she like does it so much, you know. Like she <laughs> is very interactive with her fans and stuff. So I think that that is another thing that's going to help her like push her up to that upper echelon because like, you female know, pop stars. Getting back to that Migos conversation, See, of virality, yeah, exactly. virality, you know, interaction. I mean, that's uh-huh. what it takes to to take that next step because you guys are right. It's not just about I can come out like Whitney and I can kill right. bodyguards around track and that's enough to carry it. Right, it's not enough anymore. There's too many channels, too many. Uh, popular forms of music. With that said, slap scale. Ooh. Three point nine. Wow. Gonna give this a three four. Rob? I'm sitting on a three, but I need to go higher than that. Because I listened to it again this morning to get one more in. So I'm going to go... It's better than average. Average would be two and a half out of five. So I'm going to give it, I'm going to hook it up with a 3-3 three, three, right below Jodas. I got a 3.2. I don't 
don't know. Well, two and a half, two and a half is kind of failing. Like, but I mean, it's a mid, it's a midway score. <laughs> you know, yeah, a, a two and a half out. Like, I, 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 I think three is the average. So m- yeah. more or less, if, if rounding up. So, so, so it's kind of like you know above out, uh, above but, average. But let's, I mean, look at the albums that we've done so far this year. I mean, you oh, know, geez. Run the Jewels was our first episode of the year. Overall, had a four point six. The weekend was a three two. The X's were a three seven. <laughs> but I mean, that, that, this is X's. the X. I always say that because I remember the double X's. That uh, no, the X X. Just the X X. It's like a tropical quest. You yeah, got to say the whole thing. Tribe, the X X. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> so this is in line with where we're at with some of our albums this year. You know, I mean, uh, Japan Droids last week overall got a three point three surface score, and I'm looking at this doing the math. We're probably right in that range. Yeah, okay, I got a three point two. We're mm-hmm. consistent. We're consistent. It's Kalani's album. It's her it's debut. Definitely worth listening to. Yes, absolutely. Please, Sorry, please, please, yeah. give it a spin. No, not at all. Give it a spin. Check us out. Hit us back on social media. Let us know what you think. We are the Sound Surfers on Twitter. Sound Surfers podcast on Facebook. That's Kalani's album, Sweet Sexy Savage. It's time for some homework. <laughs> Now, boys, don't get into any trouble while mommy and daddy are gone. Women, 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 women. Where the ladies at? Where the ladies at? <laughs> uh, for oh, homework. Yes, it's ladies' night. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, right. Oh, yes, it's ladies' night. Oh, what a night. Oh, what a night. Oh, what a night. <laughs> By the way, Kalani, Sweet Sexy Savage, overall score of the sound surface of 3.45. When you add the scores together, divide them up by four, that's what you add. Okay. So still, that's a good score. That's a good score. Especially compared to this year. That, compared to this year. That's the second That's the second best then. Should be third. Third? Third okay. best. Third R- best. Yeah, RTJ3 is number one still. Oh, yeah. yeah that I that know may that. be our top overall album. Yeah. And we saw the show. Like, yeah. that's just. <laughs> as oh, he pointed with his brother Jules hat. Yep. Um, I wore my shirt out the other night to a rock. I always wear rap shirts to rock shows when I go to rock shows just because I wore my RTJ3 shirt. That is so cool. You know, that's how I roll, baby. That's how I roll. You know. You yeah, know. That's how saw the R.O.B. be rolling. Let's get to the ladies. All right. So the ladies, to the, the, ladies. the point of this assignment, you know, I was going back looking at some of the podcasts, and uh, Jodas had assigned us Jill Scott last week, and it got me thinking, because I had had this kind of idea in head. I was like, we gotta, we got to focus on some ladies. So I took that, and I was thinking about Erica Badu that Jodas also assigned, and Malcolm, you gave us Anita, and I was like, we need to highlight the vocalist. So the point was, pick three. Go any which way you want. And we went all kinds of ways. So hard. So it difficult. is. This is it's an impossible task. And I love assigning impossible tasks because this is where the creativity comes out. Yeah, it was very difficult. Like when you mentioned it last week, I had one right off the top of my head. I already knew exactly who number one was. And not saying she's my favorite female artist of all time. I just her voice is so distinct that I had to choose her no matter what on the list. But I was actually kind of afraid you guys were gonna choose her. So I'm just gonna start it off right off the bat. One of my personal female vo- favorite female. Are you talking from a three to one, or is this out of order? I'm not even going to go in any order. Okay. I'm not saying, but this is the first one that I thought of mind when Rob said it. It is Brittany Howard of the Ooh. Alabama Shakes because her voice is incredible. She is an amazing, amazing woman. Seen her live twice now, and every time brings chills to my spine. Can I just can I just guess like guess the clip because. If it's like my favorite like Alabama Shake song, I'm gonna lose it right what now. What song? Is it "Give Me All Your Love"? Mm, let's see. Uh. Why don't you talk to me for just a little while? I don't wanna try to make it right. 
Goosebumps. Oh, Goosebumps. Man. She has like Dude. A, it's a throwback voice. Oh. Like her voice is like straight right, Billie like, Holiday, yeah, straight, like, straight like, like yeah, like 1950s, 60s jazz singer. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Act like Roberta uh-huh. Flack or something like that. Yes. Dude, that voice is crazy. All right, go, she go, just go ahead. She brings next. out that that like you could feel uh, her in that. It's song. visceral, dude. The like the first yes. time I heard that song, I cried. Like that was like it was it was soul stark. It was gut wrenching. It just that it pierces you. Their SNL performance, they did yeah. this song, and that was like that was, was a crazy. turning point to me for them. Like I was, I saw it, and I was like, that is gonna change people's minds about the Alabama Shakes. And what do you know? Like two years later, they're topping bills everywhere like yeah. it's it's the way it is her voice definitely carries them they're a great band but i'm gonna go on to my next one my next one i went another vocalist i went to florence welch of florence and wow. the machine she love ha- them she has a very distinct voice as well uh because she's irish so she has this like i don't know it's, it's like a vibration that you hear in her voice that kind of carries and her 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 as a an artist, she's like a fairy. When she's on stage, she's always in a flowing dress, and she's always twirling and dancing, and it it goes really well with the music. So it's kind of like it's synchronous. I fell in love with her. She's gorgeous. Just, I don't need to see a picture of her. I could see her heart through the music. That's how good it is. Wow. It's almost like, it's, it's like haunting in a good way. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, it's like ghostly almost, but in like a super good way. Like, not like, oh, it's freaking me out. It's just she, and she hit that song with Gaga when we drew Gaga's album. Yeah. I was going to say, really that good. was your yeah, clip, was right? Song, hey Girl, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey I was about to say, like, her that voice song was, was amazing great. on that. Yeah, Florence. I didn't even know that she was from Florence and the Machine, and like Corbin actually like was the one that let me know, like, Same hey, yo, thing. that's yeah. like yeah. old girl from dude, yeah. and and run Florence and the Machine back, like it, great music, mm-hmm. great music, dude. And I've always wanted to see her live. I've seen like some of her performances streamed before. And yeah, yeah, I, they've it, been on a ton of awards. Yeah, and, and I, I, every time I see them, I'm just like, I really got to go to a Florence and the Machine, like Florence and the Machine show. I oh, have yeah. to go. And she, they put a carpet down usually in of front of the band. She has no shoes on. She twirls around, but at Coachella, like two years ago, she actually broke her ankle. I think it was Ooh. she broke her ankle at that stage, jumping around. So when I went the next weekend, she was she was in a cast and she was sitting down. So we missed that whole performance until later on, like a year later, where she was twirling and dancing. Again. That's how much she's so into it. When I saw her at Bonnaroo, the like a year later, it was incredible. There's another song off one of her newer albums called "How Big, How Blue, How Beautiful." She tells this crazy story about the sky. That's how she wrote it about how big, how blue, how beautiful the sky is. And like she's she's very otherworldly. She's a like I said, she's a fairy. Speaking of fairies, fairies, my last artist is someone I talked about when I went to Day for Night. Another oh. one you fell in love with. If I, uh, yeah, I know. I fall in love with these women. But 
this this she is a she is not only a vocalist. It's too much, man. I can't do I can't do it. I need I need you just to, to pick your audience. Okay? I can't breathe. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm putting I'm taking the women away from you. Okay, no. <laughs> but she's she's also a very she's very into her art as well. Her name is Bjork. Everybody knows who Bjork is, and I saw her, I saw her digital installation at Day for Night, which proves as an artist what she does. She did VR into like intertwined with her music, which nobody's really doing right now, which is a big deal. Um, so I chose the song Stone Milker, which is off her newest album, uh, Volnikara. I did it off the Strings album because she had two versions. One is with only strings, and the other one is an actual like produced album um, with the Haxon Cloak, who is actually going to be at Form Arcasanti, who Ooh, did some of her albums. Wait a minute uh, now. Just a little, little nugget for you. <laughs> a little um, nugget. But this is actually the song where I fell in love with her. I was in the VR, standing right next to Bjork. She was staring at me, singing me this this song itself. Powerful voice, and she's she she does the same thing that Tom York does. She uses her voice as an instrument, which I totally love, and it's one of it. It's another one that brings chills to my spine. Like mm-hmm. I got chills right now. I get that, especially with those strings kind of accentuating her voice. There, that's, that's that why song? I specifically chose that cut because there, there there's also the other cut off the the normal album, which is has a little more production behind it. But this one is just. The strings, it yeah. actually showcases her voice a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, so you covered Iceland, Scotland, and Alabama. Mm-hmm. Well done. Well All over done. the world. All over the world. All yep. over the world. International. I, I'm going to try to say the same, but I, I, I probably will. <laughs> you like, mine's America, America. 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 <laughs> well, no, no, no. My, 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 my third is not. So, yeah. Third's English. So then who are your three? So next. Oh, I guess so. You're up, baby. You're Perfect up. segue. Okay. Number three coming in. Uh, on my countdown, this is really in no particular order, but I'm gonna put it in an order just so I can say it's an order. But this is not how I feel. I don't rank women. I love them all. <laughs> so Corbin falls in love with women. You love them all. I sense a theme here. Oh yes, I, I, every single one of them. Um, Sade. Oh, I love Sade. I'm, I'm just <laughs> a voice alone. Is there anything else to say after that? She could be the ugliest woman in the world. I wouldn't care. And no, you know. Like, but she's, I, she's not. She's beautiful, but I'm like, it doesn't it, matter what she, if she sang to me, I'm like, hi. hi. But then she's not. Then you see her yeah. and it's like, why? Like my dad used to run um, her concerts. Like Sade was my, was uh, my dad's hall pass. Um, like, oh. like, like growing up, like, like, like my, my mom uh, and my, my mom was like, okay with it. it was like, yeah, like Greg, like I totally understand. Like, you know, you can leave me for like for Sade. That was like the only stipulation. Had to be Sade. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there's nothing to say about Sade. You can just run the clip when, uh, whenever you just just bring it on in.
I'm in love with you. I just can't. Like you know what her, her voice is? It's paradise. Oh, it is Fiji gosh. in one of those huts above the water. That is Sade. The, like like everything. That's what it is. Everything about her. She is, came here with John Legend, and I missed it. Uh, why? How'd you miss that? Because the tickets were pricey. And, oh, it doesn't matter. It's Sade. And John uh, yeah. Oh, it, was, it was a good show. Yeah. So you know, hey, <laughs> she's, know. she's Nigerian born, so I can. There you go. You know, they they all bring it international. She brings a like exoticism to her voice or something. Oh, and, 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 and it's, like, it's perfect, man. Yeah. Just everything about Sade is perfect, man. It's very sensual. Her voice yeah. is very yeah. sensual. It's it's very calming too. That's yes. why I like it's like, every time I hear her music, it calms me. No yeah. doubt. Shout out to Selection made a whole mixtape of like her dedicated song to with, her. Like, yeah, her, and man. that thing still bumps. Still bumps. Crazy, crazy. Uh, coming at number two, I'm bringing it right to the states. Um, Houston, Houston, Texas. Uh, as I said, you know, girls, women, they run the world. Beyonce kind of runs my world. Uh, <laughs> she runs this world. She is the queen of, like, America, but she's also acknowledged uh, internationally as the queen, uh, <laughs> uh, along with her king, King Jay. Um, yeah, Beyonce. Oh man, you know, and, and the thing about that, I had I had to choose that song. I mean, I could have gone with like my favorite Beyonce song, or and I just wasn't sure. But I was like, you know what, a song that like, especially on the woman's episode of Sound Surfers, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Every episode is a woman's episode, but you know, <laughs> this one in particular. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I had to choose that one, man. Like, you know, Endless Power. It, it just like I I love it, man. I love everything about Beyonce, man. And everything that she stands on. She stood out on No 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 back in the day. It's just Ooh. gotten better since she was like 16 in no, that no, track, no, and I remember listening to that going. Ooh. Whoa! I said in Bootylicious? No, 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 no. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I have that on vinyl. Word! Look at Rob coming through like that. When singles used to be like record, like man, single vinyl. I got it all waxed. That is tight. I'm blown away. I'm like cheese cheek to cheek. What? Yeah. Oh, that's tight. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I didn't know she was gonna be massive. Oh man. Dang. She is the queen now. Queen to be. Corbett to go see her pregnant with. With uh, oh, with you man. know, with, with royal offspring. I can't wait <laughs> to see it now after watching the Grammys. I'm excited yeah. to see what she does. Bruh. You gotta, you gotta do Bruh. us a favor though. You gotta, as soon as that's done, and you get a spot and a signal, you got. I want your immediate reaction. Straight up. Oh like, yeah, you know I'm gonna be reco- up. Yeah, you know how close I'm gonna be. Or just record it on your phone and upload it later. I don't care, but I just want like yeah. your immediate reaction. I have to see it, yep. man. I have to see it. And the funny thing about you know her performances, and that that's one thing. She 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 elevates performance. It's 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 so much bigger than just yeah. merely performance. It is art. You know, whenever she's on stage. And Anytime I remember she does anything, anything, now, anything I mean, now. And I read, I don't know if you guys remember the Billboard Awards when she did this song she did it with that big old wall of projections that she caught like she was in choreography with all the animations wow. and so she was like making globes with her hands and like flapping That's wings right. and remember was, the made of lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bro, remember oh. the uh, uh, remember the Made America show? Made America and Philly, Philly like two years back. Bro, like, like there, there's just no... Come on. Come on. It's Beyonce. It's like, Beyonce. It's really nothing else to say. There's absolutely nothing. Mm. Now, uh, my number one, uh, drawing the parallel to Kehlani. I don't know if you've noticed Kehlani's uh, arm. But she does, in fact, have a tattoo. This tattoo is of my my number one today. Uh, James and I saw her recently. Oh, mad, Lord. mad, mad, mad love uh, for for her mm-hmm. and also her strength as a one album artist. Yeah, not I mean debut Both album. Well, this may be the best debut album. The ever. best, and it won the Grammy. So it's like so we're talking. You know, it's funny how we yeah. said like you know how often do we, can, can we look back on an artist's debut? Well. With, 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 this with, is with, the pinnacle of the peak. This is the pinnacle of the debut. <laughs> Especially she won artist of the year, and she she could tour. The, she could still tour the world off that one album. Um, yep. I'm talking about nobody else but Miss Lauren Hill, aka L Boogie. Oh my bit. goodness! Mm-hmm. You know, and here's the thing: she's Good regarded as the best bit. female rapper. Yeah, Jay Z says she's like, a, she's a singer. She but, she's the best female rapper. And that's the thing because I was <laughs> I was so torn because I was like, you know what? I wanted to go with like nothing even matters, but I'm like, you know what? No, that got D'Angelo on, and I'm like, I don't want that. Right? Love that song. So, oh right, I mean, still a phenomenal song. And then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do X Factor. No, you know what? No, I'm gonna do uh, right. Zion. I was I was gonna do Zion, but then I was gonna go do up that thing because everyone knows that one. And the, and the everything is everything. Everything is everything. Yeah. And I was uh, and, and, you know, uh, and even on that it. thing, you know, it's a like, girl. Damn. You know, you better All watch right. out. I you know, know what I'm and, doing this afternoon. I'm running that back. Run, run it back, Damn. man. I can I can run that back once a week. Damn. Like it, it is one of those songs, or it's one of those albums. And that's just it. She wrote it. She produced the whole thing. Like. It, it, it her elevation some shade like a like a yes. rap battle with Wyclef. Yes, oh, man. Yeah. Like and it was crazy. So I, I wanted to, you know, you could go with any song and I you know I but I wanted to show yes, she can spit. But you know Lauren Hill. If you're listening right now, you've heard Lauren Hill, you've heard Duop that thing, you've heard Can't Take My Eyes Off You. You know she can sing. Did you know she could spit? Did you even know? And that's just what it is, man. Another like, song, but I blew that up on my hip hop radio show back in college. Yeah, Lost Ones was a hit. Yeah, yeah. that up. Also on Wax, by the way. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I like, Get I bro. Let's bring it back to memories. How you got my number twos and like on Wax? I don't know. I may not have. I may not have the miseducation. Anymore. Oh man, I need to find yeah. this education on on, oh, on, on wax. So. I still spin that album on my phone every like Regular couple weeks. Dude, it's you know? it, how can you not? Yep. How can you not? Man? Even but, I went back and just recently put that Fuji stuff on because I heard it on the radio. And when she comes in with that ooh la la la, oh, and I'm like, oh, I need goodness. to listen to this. Yeah, I need dude, to. Like it's it's so hard, man. Like she 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 is. The score is one of the best rap albums, albums of, all of, of all time. Of all time. Oh my goodness. Of um, all time. Speaking of like uh, '90s era like songstresses, um, my top three artists are kind of um, well. 
my uh, my uh, my top three females are kind of like um. Anyways, my top three artists. Like I, I'm gonna start at the bottom. My third one, uh, Erica Badu. And Erica Badu is like okay. I don't know why I like, can't get my thoughts together right now. I'm really like mush mouth. Good God. Man, the ladies. Wake up. The Wake ladies. up, Mr. West. Uh, yeah. Ladies affecting their brain. No, seriously, man. I can't think straight. The beauty is just all of them. Um, No, but Erica Badu is like is one of the, like, she she is the queen of Neo Soul. Uh, I think that, like, the type of, and it's interesting. I actually was not going to, like, have her as, because initially I thought we were just doing this about vocalists, and I at first, like, Erica Badu wasn't really, uh, like, one of my favorite vocalists. But what actually got her onto my list was because um, I was actually thinking about when we got this homework last week, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to see Erica Badu this weekend at Soulquarius. Uh One thing that we forgot to bring up on this episode was Good that me and Malcolm were at Soulquarius, which was an interesting experience, nonetheless, uh, an experience. Very First thing I saw Malcolm on because... Tuesday, I'm like, yo, how was our Kelly? Right. And he told me the whole story. <laughs> yeah, we missed it. How much of a disaster it was getting in. It was a sardine can. I'm like, yeah. oh, oh No, no, it was, yeah, yeah, it, it was a lot. We voluntarily left uh, for R. Kelly. <laughs> we voluntarily you couldn't have got to the R. stage Kelly. anyways, the way Malcolm told the story, right? You well, would we have to, like... He was at the same. Work your way through. He was it, at the same stage that we were at, but just like it, it, it was just worth. Too, it just was worth too much, and I had a flight at like six a.m. Oh right, week. yeah. So, yeah. but yes, Erica Badu. Uh, she is definitely uh, like after seeing her this past weekend. Um, I am definitely like uh, prove. Uh, I am definitely like assured that she is one of the best vocalists, one of my favorite vocalists, like of all time, because her live vocals are on point. Uh, Erica Badu. She is just. Just everything about like Queen of Neo Soul and her lyrics, just about self care and just like about love. She just like her perspective on it and her like way that she looks at things is very interesting. I love Erica Badu. That is certainly off Baduism. That mm. is probably like one of the some of the strongest vocals I've ever heard from her. Like, period. That is just like amazing how she's able to hit that note. And just that song is so perfect. Like, you just feel like you're just sitting in a jazz club. Plus, she, you know, captured three stacks as hard. Yeah, so, she captured three stacks. She, gets hard, a, which she is should like, be on a list just because of that. She let is alone a gypsy. Her talents. <laughs> Bro, like, okay, that's 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 who uh, that's who. Uh, he was rapping about on Miss Jackson and also yeah. on Rosa Parks. Yeah. I met a gypsy and she hit me to some mind gr- to some mind game <laughs> to stimulate the <laughs> left and right brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's who he's talking about, man. So like Erica Badu is a uh she is a goddess and she is definitely no doubt. very no important. doubt. I love Badu. Yes. Everything about her, man. And yes, she had the best performance of, of Soul Quarries. No, literally she saved so. Soul Quarries. Oh, save the whole thing. She was amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 Badu. Yeah. That's all. Uh, second favorite. Um, we just had this artist for homework last week. Jill Scott, Jilly from Philly. Uh, she is so incredible. And her voice just, she is just so talented with her voice overall. Just like the sexiness in which she like just says her poetry. And then she just has vocals like crazy. <laughs>
she says that whatever with just like this effortlessness, but it's just so like it's seductive. Just, and it's uh, just like, okay, yes, yeah, like I can really have anything. Uh, you know, like <laughs> the way like she's she really like is able to communicate so well, just like with the like the way that she's in the way that she directs it. It's oh, very yeah. interesting. Love her voice. Uh, and my, I, I wouldn't say that this has exactly been a top three countdown, but uh, my, I, I, uh, but this is really just like the last one that I'm getting to describe. Uh, my first or third favorite, whatever you want to like say, is Shaka Khan. Nice. And, oh, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. <laughs> yes. No, uh, and Shaka Khan is just so important to me just because uh, she's the queen of funk, yes. like largely heralded as. She is so influential. She is, again, she like... Erica, like Shaka Khan is Erica Badu's favorite artist. Mm. You know, like she covered a Shaka Khan song actually on that uh, live album that we reviewed not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shaka Khan also largely influenced Kanye, which uh, and my favorite what my favorite song of all time is Through the Wire. And that is like the song that really yeah. like, got me on Kanye. Phenomenal and that song. is a Shaka Khan sample, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Shaka Khan, this is her song Through the Fire. Yeah, so Shaka Khan, man, she is incredible, largely influential to so many people. She also did that song, uh, I'm Every Woman, which is just mm-hmm. largely successful. Talk slept on. Shaka Khan way too slept on, too. Very so, way so too slept, slept on. on. Not uh-huh. regarded as the great that she is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she did Stay. She did do Stay. Yeah, she did which Stay is also, on the live album. It, yeah, yeah. Which is, isn't that Shaka and Roy Ayers? Yeah, know? yeah. No, Shaka Khan and Roy Ayers. Yeah, no, they... They, yeah, exactly. See, Shock, bow. Shock. Where's that bow. meme at? Where's that meme with the dude pointing at his at his skull right here? All right, all right, right yeah. Here, Definitely themes you. to all y'all's. Oh, a little bit. Definitely themes. I got a theme Certainly. myself, kind of in line with Corbin's. I went with vocal distinction. Kay. Not necessarily the, the best vocalists. They don't have that Whitney range or Mariah range. But these three ladies that I picked have very, very unique voices. We'll start with number three on my list. Woman from United Kingdom, Annie Lennox. Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree? I travel the world and the seven seas. Everybody's looking for something. Some of them want to use you. Some of them want to get used by. Nobody's singing like Annie Lennox, man. No, I man. love yes. that voice. I love it. And she was like an envelope pusher. She'd show up with orange hair and dress right. like a boy sometimes or a man or whatever because none of that mattered. Plus, she's also a philanthropist, raised all kinds of money, HIV, AIDS in Africa in particular. Wow. Uh, was there for Mandela's 70th birthday to help raise awareness for that too. So shout out for her on that regard as well because you guys know I like those social songs, those protest songs. Not that that was. That is actually a eurythmic song, obviously sung by Annie Lennox. But I love that. Number two on the list. Spent a lot of time here in Phoenix, Arizona. 
sang with a band called Fleetwood Mac. Ooh. Stevie, okay. Stevie Nicks. And if you see my reflection in the snow-covered hills Where the landslide breaks down And if you see my reflection in the snow-covered hills Where the landslide breaks down. Oh, oh, let's, let's bring down. Pick that song, Fleetwood Mac song, because it's phenomenally written. It is phenomenally personal. She's looking at her own reflection, wondering what's mm-hmm. going to happen to her life, and is it all going to avalanche down on top of her in a landslide? Uh, written, obviously, about love, which the Fleetwood Mac story is, it's in- incredible. is crazy. Crazy, because they're all sleeping with each other, and this song's about Lindsey Buckingham, who is an incredible guitarist in this band. They were in a band together before they got to Fleet with Fleetwood Mac, and this was, song was written right before they joined Fleetwood Mac. Oh, my. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, the story Jeez. is incredible. It is. Fleetwood Mac is just an incredible, incredible band. I saw them live here a couple years ago. Oh. Incredible show. I and wanted to go see Stevie Nicks when she was here yeah. like, last month. Well, and she talked about how she wrote a lot of the songs on Rumors here in Phoenix. Because her parents are like lived here, mm. so she's like, "Yeah, right on Campbellback Mountain." I wrote this song. I forget which song it was, but wow. she's like, "Yeah, right on Campbellback Mountain." I'm like, that wow. is so cool. Yep. So that's uh, that song still like well, shout out to Steve because again that vocal distinction like Steve always has that voice. It's mm. just like it's so unique, and I don't know that there's anyone more unique than number one on my list. James, you had a theme of Afrocentricity. This woman mm-hmm. musically. May have invented Afrocentricity Absolutely. and brought it to the mainstream. One hundred percent. Nina, oh Nina Simone. Wow. Yes. Wow. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new life for me. Yeah. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new life for me. Ooh, 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 ooh. And I'm feeling good. Yeah. Chills. That, that's the you sample. The <laughs> yep. That is the sample, yes. <laughs> yep. no, I heard that Dude, Even that sample. song has been sampled in New Oh day. my goodness. And what I love oh, about some, it, I mean, I picked that part of it. It's the very start of the song, Feeling Good. Because it's just her voice, and it just cuts through everything. It's Seriously. just so unique, and yeah. it's so amazing. And I love Nina because Nina, mentioning Afro, she was that a activism. rabble rouser back yeah. in the day. Uh-huh. She had a song that she sang called Mississippi Goddamn in 1964. Yes. About the all the yes. civil rights crap that was going on. Yeah. You know, there was a, a church bombing. Medgar Evers was killed. That's what that song was about. And she mentioned specific. It's like, it's like taking parts of Dr. King's speech. That don't get quoted much. He was Dr. Mm. King called out Mississippi and Alabama for their vicious racists. Yeah, that's what Nina Simone did in that in that song, Mississippi Goddamn. Yeah, she had a song called Young Gifted and Black. Like she was so like proud to be black. Yeah, she, no, equal, she definitely yep. like brought activism. Yep, like no doubt. Yeah. And I love that. Oh, like in the 1960s, for a black woman with a voice like that, that could have easily just taken the easy path. Sang the standards, called it a day. She challenged music. She challenged the world. She challenged America to be better. And, and I, I love that about her. She uh, just would have celebrated a birthday on February 21st. We're recording this episode on the 23rd. But mm. she obviously passed in 2003. But Nina, man, woo. 
Nina. Another Ooh. voice that brings chills. 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 Yep. Without a doubt. Body. Without a doubt. All right. What yes. a perfect. Uh, what a great homework assignment. Was. What Rob a great homework assignment, Rob. I tell you, man, talking about women, that is like that can be one of the hardest things, especially when you don't have a woman in the room too. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like well, I, we had planned. We, we, we had planned. planned it's true, it. but it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's, See, it's okay. okay. And low key, like one thing about like my top three that I actually kind of wanted to bring up was that I kind of felt like it was a little basic because like I was literally like I, I opened up my Apple Music and I was like scrolling through all my artists, like trying to think of a because this was actually like kind of tough to like think of a top three because I didn't want to I didn't want to exactly put Badu on there because you know it just seems typical of me, right? Mm-hmm. But but that's who you are, though. Right, right, that's right. How, that's what it's all about. Right, but, like, I was going through, and I was just realizing, like, man, like, there are so many great female voices out there, but I don't really have that many, like, favorites. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I was it, it, I was kind of realizing that a lot of, of my music collection is, like, the boys' club. So, like, yeah. I'm going to, like, go out there and, like, I'm going to, like, you know, make a more conscious effort go. now to, like, go Look listen at that. to music See? and Bridget stuff. Bridget so, thank you, music, man. Look See, and that. you're, like, think about the people we didn't even mention. Right. Oh, oh my, Nobody man. had Whitney. Nobody had yeah, Mariah. Nobody had Whitney. Madonna. Amy, nobody had Madonna. Amy Winehouse. Yep. Janet. Janet. Aretha. Dude. Yep. Aretha. Diana Ross. Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah. Donna Summers. Mm-hmm. Queen Latifah. Wow. Yep. So, I mean, Gaga. There's lots to list. There's lots to listen to. Joni Mitchell. Some. Selena. Wow, Janis Joplin. Oh my God, right. Tracy Chapman. Right. Oh Tracy my God, Chapman. Tony, Tony Braxton. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Natalie Cole, Pat Benatar. What about the Pips? Gladys Knight, not Gladys the Pips. Knight. How about Gladys? I mean, and Loki, no one has Solange either. Yeah. Has she cemented that place yet? <laughs> no. no. Questions for the next episode of the Sound Slippers, <laughs> which will be episode thirty-eight. <laughs> this is whose homework is next? I guess it's mine. And you know what? I've I've been knowing I was gonna pick this one for for a minute. Let me not act brand new and not act like I'm like going crazy on what to do. Um, guys, we're gonna we're gonna review their new album when it drops in April. So understand that we're, we're, this this group is gonna get a is gonna get a double hit this year. Mm. One of my favorite groups of all time. I I'm almost trying not to go to a festival here because I'm trying to like finesse my way to Europe because of course they only announced European European tour dates uh, for their comeback tour. Guys, for homework, I want you to really, uh, they let go of the didgeridoo after three albums. We're going to go Jamiroquai. Ooh. Nice. I want to yes. go full disco, their disco Ooh. breakout Ooh. album. Okay. Yes. I want 2001's A Funk Odyssey. Oh. I want you to pop it in. I want you to pop wow. it in, okay? 2001, wow. a, great a album. Funk Odyssey. I was going to go travel to God moving. Uh, which was, is a fantastic, which is a great album. album. I was, I, and I was gonna go return to the Space Cowboy just because, like, I love. That's a man. It just that title track on there is immortal. Oh my god, it's immortal. You know, and, and then, yeah. I was, but you could go synchronized because everyone True. knows the the title track or the the the, the first song of synchronized. Can't heat. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. that. That's what that, that's what brought Jamiroquai back with Napoleon Dynamite and, and everything. Dynamite's a great album too. Yeah, like, Dynamite's they, a great album they too. Have a lot of good albums. It, I'm telling you, man. Jamiroquai has not released. So so here's my challenge. Really, my homework is we're gonna talk Funk Odyssey. But double back and listen to all of them. I want to discuss Jamiroquai. Um, they, they, there's two singles out right now from his, their new album, Automaton, which releases in April. Automaton. Um, and yeah, I, I want to talk Jamiroquai. JK, he's back. He's still got the dance moves. He's still got the hats. The hats. Greatest video of all time. I love that video. Oh, he's on the escalators things, and he's moving the it's like virtual, oh, virtual, virtual insanity. insanity. Yes. Dude, still, like, I mean, all their videos. Every single Jamiroquai video is like love. It, it is like, it, it, it's, it's JK dancing, losing it. I love it. We're going to talk Jamiroquai on the next episode of The Sound Surfers. This right here was episode 37. Hit us on social media. Uh, of course, at Sound Surfers, at SoundSurfersPodcast.com and on Facebook 
as well. Talk to us. Let us know how, what you thought of Sweet Sexy Savage. We actually have 100 review already up on soundsverspodcast.com. Uh, so go ahead and check that out. Um, your women, of course, let us know on social media. And stay tuned, okay? We're talking to Funk Odyssey for homework assigned by me on the next episode of The Sound Surfers. That's episode 38. Once again, I'm Malcolm Alexander. I'm James White. I'm Rob Hunter, the R-O-B. And I'm Corbin. Peace. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.